0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman Podcast, brought to you by SupermanHomepage.com. This is our twenty-fifth show, released on January thirty-first, two thousand and seven. My name is Steve Eunice, and I am joined by my friend and co-host Neil Bailey. Hi, Neil.
1: Hey, Steve. You having a good summer over there?
0: Yeah, uh, weather's been up and down, but uh, pretty warm recently. Uh, how's your winter going?
1: Yeah, mild, actually. Pretty, pretty nice so far.
0: Uh, no snow.
1: Oh yeah, a little bit, and heavier than usual, but uh, other than those four or five days, I haven't even had to use the heat so much as opposed to usual, because it's been warmish.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, let's look at what we've got to talk about in regards to Superman material this show. Uh, We've got some comic book stuff to discuss, some Smallville, and uh, a real-world topic to touch on. Where did you want to start?
1: Uh, I was thinking first and foremost we should probably wish Ethan Jones well. Uh, some, as some of you know, he's the uh, six-year-old boy who was diagnosed with a medulla best blastoma that we've been trying to get packages to, and so far so good. He's gotten a number of the packages, and despite a recent hospitalization, he's now home and recuperating. So feel free to contact us if you want, to send, uh, want an address to send a package to.
0: Yeah, uh, Ethan is a big Superman fan at six years old, and uh, it's good to hear that he's doing well. Uh, Thanks again to everyone who either sent Ethan a monetary donation to help defray his medical costs Or sent him a Superman toy of some kind uh, to help lift his spirits
1: Yeah, we're pulling for you, kiddo Here's a big hello from all your friends here
0: And good to know the Superman community can pull together so well for a good cause Um, Alright, well let's get into it On to the comic books Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record But there is uh, this whole thing about uh, delays going on Is there any chance we'll get to see it? Regular Superman comic book anytime soon?
1: You mean they still publish them? <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I mean one title we can live with occasionally when with delays, but uh, this is getting seriously, seriously ridiculous. Every uh, every single title except for Confidential is late. I've had maybe four Superman comics in the last three months, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and and all of them were late except Confidential. Um, it's becoming a real joke. It, it's hard to to get straight um, what's going on at DC Comics. Nobody seems to want to answer our questions. Um, even Action Comics Annual, which is uh, supposed to be due out the end of January, has been pushed back to early February now. So Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, I mean, I know we sound flat out like a broken record here, and we hear the letters saying stop being a broken record, but don't blame us for that, guys. I mean, we didn't even leave this crack to put our fingers in. And, and beyond that, one might assume that if we ever got a book it might have a nice context or continuity to assign it to, right? Matt (laughs) Idelson, Eddie Berganza, anyone have the courage or at very least the duty to talk to us about this frankly? Dan?
0: And and you know, the biggest disappointment with all this lateness is uh, I'm really enjoying the storylines in both Superman and action comics at the moment. I think, I mean, it's been so long since I read the last issue i can't remember but i mean seriously you know the kryptonian villains uh the boy being zod and earth's son the, the futuristic look at what earth would become if superman kept or keeps fighting the, the never-ending battle it's you know it's the storylines are pretty good
1: uh, yeah, it was really, really good. They're great stories. I have no problem with the stories or the creators right now. But, I don't know, I'm I'm almost to the point of where I'd rather have crappy art promptly. I mean, story I would wait for, but the art is just the backdrop for this writing in my admittedly biased opinion. Mm-hmm. The stories are incredible though, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, but that's just it. I mean, we don't know what's causing delays. I mean, is it the artwork? Is it the writing? Is it a glitch in the printing process? Or are we having a sh- paper shortage crisis that nobody knows about? I mean. Nobody knows why these delays are happening, or nobody seems to be telling us why they're happening, and it's pretty frustrating.
1: Yeah, uh, even even here on the West Coast, we've had shipping delays, too. I don't know if that's everywhere, but like we've had our comics even coming a day late when they are late. But uh, they're kind of caught. They can't say that Adam's late or Jeff is late, because that's throwing their artists to the wolves, but they can also just leave us in this limbo. Cosado over at Marvel and DiDio have been pretty flip about it, but honestly, because of this, I'm near leaving comics, save those that I review, and I'm very hard to pull away from my books. I've been a comic book fan for 20 years. Heck, for that matter, why not throw an artist to the wolves? They're mm-hmm. the reason it's late. They should be strong enough to take the criticism for that or offer those they've been keeping waiting a valid good excuse.
0: Yeah, well, let's not harp on this too long. I mean, you mentioned Superman Confidential, which is, seems to be the only one that is on time, and um, are, are you enjoying that series?
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, heck, all the stories are top-notch, uh, from, from All-Star to Confidential. I just wish they'd come out like, like all the other stories that have been top notch over the years have. Um, Creator Indulgence. I think it's a great story like Burke right, but it lacks kind of context. I I only want for a context and and a regular schedule. It's kind of weird to half-enjoy something like that. It's, a, it's, a wholly, it's like a wholly plot-based story on TV or in a movie. And th- not that this one is, but rather that a plot-based story to me can never be a great full tale because it lacks character, but it's still enjoyable. So this story, being like that, has a great plot and character, but you're always wondering what the heck the context is and when it's going to be there and why we're seeing yet another origin story instead of some inspired Superman adventures. That always gets me, how there are always ten people doing an origin story, but very few actually doing continuity character. Stories of late.
0: Yeah. Uh, As anybody who read my recent Big Blue Report newsletter column knows, continuity is a big sticking point for me at the moment. And uh, I don't know, are we being too pig headed about continuity?
1: I worry about that, I really do, because I, 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 it's a kind of a journalistic responsibility not to be too pig-headed and biased, but when I worry, I kind of go to the mattresses and confer with folks, you know, I, honestly, I tend not to harp too much on a point, unless it's something being expressed to me by a multitude of fans and correspondents, even if there is a schism like there was with Azarello, where some people were very fervently pro-Azarello and there were some people that really hated it throughout it all, but uh, with continuity I've only seen two or three letters that say ah, Neil, just enjoy it and usually these are the people who, who want you not to overthink things, and they usually are the people that are saying, oh, just like it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. You know, that, that, yeah. that's kind of the thing. And if that's your philosophy, cool beans. I mean, but that's not what reviewers tend to do, and I'm glad you're having fun, but honestly it's not the philosophy of most of the readers right now, a, as I've been talking to them.
0: Yeah, we, we've got actually a few replies in regards to continuity uh, from our listeners in the big question segment later in the show. Um, some interesting responses on that subject. And, well, you know, we've spoken about comic book delays and continuity issues. One series that doesn't seem to be having either of those problems is 52.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, the weekly series, you'd think they'd be the one delayed, but no. I mean, if anything, the only problem with 52 is the occasional occasional implausible plot error, but so far, I'm pretty categorically amazed at how, how great the story has been, with rare exception. These guys know their continuity, each bring a distinct flavour to it, and they're revitalising a bunch of characters. Um, The long-term impact is yet to be seen and might be squandered, but so far it's been really neat.
0: Yeah, it was interesting to see the supernova revelation. Uh, Skeets has become a more interesting character to me. I'm still not sold on the whole Lady Sticks saga going on in space with Lobo and the others, but, you know, I'm enjoying it so far.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping World War 3 will actually give Superman a plausible reason for at least not being in the background, you know, more than he was, we'll see. What do you think of World War 3? Red Robin, Kingdom Come, Multiverse is it again?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it was interesting to see that teaser poster released by DC Comics, but, I mean, is it a teaser poster for World War 3 or is it something else entirely? I'm not sure and nobody's speaking about it yet or nobody, everyone's kind of contemplating what it might be and trying to guess, but um, it does look interesting and uh, many fans seem to be rolling their eyes at another company cro- uh, company-wide company crossover event, but uh, I don't know, I'll wait and see.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the biggest eye roll is the fact that they already and recently did an event called World War III in the JLA.
0: Yeah, and you've got to wonder if it's a knee-jerk reaction to Civil War over at the uh, competitor there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I see it kind of as a prelude to the next big, obvious coming event that will change everything involving the multiverse. The only problem being, we don't know whether we're at Earth Prime or New Earth yet at all, or or what will change.
0: Yeah, perhaps World War III will iron out some of those kinks. uh, Explain to us what is going on with the DC Universe as a whole. Okay, well, uh, let's move away from comics for now and touch on TV with uh, Smallville.
1: Yeah, sure, you seen Justice yet?
0: Uh No, not yet. That's the one I'm up to Um in Australia. We're way behind, but uh, I do get them sent to me on video, so I'm just a little bit behind. Uh Justice is my next episode to watch, uh, but I hear it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it actually was. Not a big character story, but uh surprising turnaround, more plot-based. They seem to be going back with the old tricks now with the Klonist set up and letting us down after the big episode, but hey, it's something cool to check out.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing there's a... um a Klana fan base out there who, uh, if people don't know what Klana stands for, it's Clark and Lana wanting you know wanting them to be together. And uh, Goff and Miller seem to be hearing from these fans. I just wish I knew where they were because all indications that I've seen seem to point to there being a huge anti-Klanna movement amongst Smallville fans.
1: Yeah, I, I hear they got a bunch of letters, but that they weren't reacting to that. So they said in interviews, but uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, I sent them a big petition a couple of years ago with some letters and another site did and they never really mentioned that. I think it might just be kind of a justification for the fact that they're going back to that story and they realize that some people are going to roll their eyes at it. But uh, hopefully, you know, we made some contact with Al and there's a chance that I can get to see the writing room and the set and maybe get some more insight into the direction and the things that aren't the fault of the producers so that we can be more insightful in critique.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hopefully that all pans out and uh, that you get to visit both the offices in L.A. and uh, the Vancouver sets. Uh, but you know what is funny? I look back at some of the phone interviews that I did with Al Gough uh, towards the end of Season 1 of Smallville and I found this answer he gave when I asked him if the show was going along as he'd planned and as he'd hoped. And he responded with this, and I'll quote exactly from his response. He said, If you'd asked me a year ago what I thought would drive the show, I would have to, I would have said the plot's. But now I think it's the emotional stories that drive the episodes. So now I think it's trying to find a balance between that and trying to service the element of the Superman thing, you know, a Superman show. I mean, we're not interested in doing Krypton Creek, but next season you'll see bigger episodes that'll be focused on his powers, and then I think we'll see some more dramatic episodes, you know, things that are more real world, end quote. Uh, so he says he wasn't interested in doing a Krypton Creek, obviously trying to reference it to uh, the teen drama like Dawson's Creek, but isn't that what Smallville has become? Am I wrong?
1: Well, it's a Superman thing, you know. (laughs) But like I I said in my last review, the plot is basically nil, um, the overarching plot, and hardly shows up, at least the plot that we Superman fans enjoy, the myth. Um, But in terms of emotional stuff, in terms of, oh John, oh Mary, in terms of what is technically termed a soap opera, in my opinion, a cliche, they've ramped it up. They know their target audience, I'll give them that. They know their two target audiences, the the fanboys and the dramatic Dawson's Creek people. But it's essentially estranged the entirety or most of the huge contingent of folks who watched the first three seasons to see how Superman became Superman as opposed to what that wacky Lana will do next.
0: Well, I think they've kind of lost the plot when it comes to that Superman in training premise that uh, we all thought Smallville was going to be about. Um, Still, uh, it's an enjoyable show, and don't get me wrong, I I still love watching it. It's just not where I thought they'd take it.
1: I like it when they touch on character now, because if you're not doing plot you've got to have character but un- unfortunately as you know the consistency there is not too good with one character doing one thing one week and then forgetting it the next
2: let's start with the big question
0: well I mentioned before we got a few responses to our question regarding comic book continuity so for uh, the big question segment this this month this show uh, here are some of the entries we received Uh, First off, Kevin James had this to say in his own recorded message.
2: DC has a tough job in respect to continuity. Every fan wants something different in their vision of Superman. I personally enjoy the earthly aspects of Clark Kent, whereas I know many of my fellow fans prefer the alien origins of Kal-El. There are many varying things in the Superman origin, such as the Kents being alive, when Clark meets Lex Luthor, where his suit comes from, and other things. I think it's every fan's job to pick their story and believe in it. DC shouldn't lack, though, in terms of continuity, as it can be a pain in the neck to do research every time the past can be referenced in a comic book. DC shouldn't worry about making their stories befit other Superman mediums, such as Superman Returns in the movies, or Smallville in TV format. So while it's important to have continuity, it seems virtually impossible to pick a story that we can all identify with.
0: Thanks for that, uh, Kevin. And Mike Petit, uh, a.k.a. Bibliomike, on the website, wrote, Speaking as a relatively new Superman fan... I don't mind that current continuity is in flux. I might feel differently if I had invested years following the comics, but I think the various titles on the newsstands or at the comic store would be best served by letting each one flow its own continuity. In other words, what happens in action comics wouldn't have to mesh with what happens in Superman, or what happens in Superman Confidential, or an All-Star Superman and so on. Watch my only other fannish interest, Star Trek, creak and groan ultimately collapse, pending the J.J. Abrams root, reboot, under the weight of forty years worth of canon and continuity and Superman as a character has three decades worth more to keep straight an impossible task let each line stand on its own attracting the audience that is right for it let writers and artists tell great stories surely we're smart enough to say okay this is action not confidential and go from there
1: yeah it's good response the only uh response i'd have to that is the fact that um it's something that they've been trying for gosh since what 99 Steve yeah probably around like that that. yeah basically uh, they separated all the titles and made each made each one be their own thing from then Um, but beyond that you know I'm with you I think if it's pulled off right but they they have to kind of say they're doing that and they've always been loath to do that Well anyway, Ian Mason wrote, Continuity is in shambles, completely. Starting with Man of Steel after the first crisis, we had a growing history up until the soft reboot, which was actually a hard nightmare called Birthright. Regardless of which origin you prefer, trying to shoehorn them into the current mythos while keeping the ongoing story intact was impossible. Birthright contradicted so much it was not even funny and signaled the return of concepts that flew in the face of the established history. Along comes the next crisis. We are promised by DC Editorial that following this, all characters will have a cohesive appearance and history across all titles, which they appear. Having read interviews with the current creators regarding the titles themselves and talking with fans, there can only be one conclusion. This promise was not kept. Not only are we being told that the Man of Steel history and Birthright are part of history, but anything that the creators want at any time from any medium is part of canon now, too. This makes no sense, and while it may give a sense of freedom to the writers and definitely makes it very easier on the editors since they don't have to edit now, it makes it extremely frustrating to fans, particularly long-time fans like myself. I do prefer Man of Steel to Birthright in the Silver Age, but at this point I just want to know, what is going on? Is that too much to ask of DC?
0: Yeah, very good questions there from Ian um, and uh, thanks to everyone who uh, sent in uh, their big question responses. Uh, the next big question question <laughs> centres on Smallville. Uh, I want to know if Smallville is the show you you expected. Uh, has it deviated too far from the Superman story or is it exactly as you want it to be? Click on the big question button at the Radio KAL webpage and let us know your thoughts on how Smallville is travelling. We'll play or read the best entries in next month's show.
2: On January 31st, 2007, the biggest event in the history of Pendant Productions begins. What the hell was that? It can't be. Clark, what is it? It's a... A parademon. But what is it doing here? I thought they were from... Apocalypse. An event that touches every corner of the hero's worlds. Diana! These beasts! <coughs> invade our home. <coughs> and defile it with their presence. <coughs> Enjoy your trip back to hell. Batman? Looks like a parody, but different.
1: You mean those things from... from Apocalypse?
2: An event that can only mean one thing. Dark Side. Dark Side. Dark Side be there as the first official pendant crossover story begins. A story one year in the making that spans three months and nine episodes. Incorporating Superman, the last son of Krypton, Batman, the ace of detectives, and Wonder Woman, champion of Themyscira. And things will never be the same again. Imperium begins on January 31st, 2007, in Superman, The Last Son of Krypton, issue 25. Only at supermanhomepage.com. Only one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you.
0: Time for the super-secret soundbite contest. Last month, the sound we played came from the Smallville Season 5 episode titled Aqua, Seven people correctly identified it and they were Steve Holmes, Chris Petrie, Matt Ryan, the Ardale Cowboy, Robin Copple, Nelda Mormon, and Sean Hemmings.
1: Congratulations guys.
0: Uh, see if you can guess which Smallville episode this new sound comes from. While you were playing close to the vest, my father was sitting in jail. If you think you know what episode of Smallville that soundbite comes from, click on the Super Secret Soundbite button on the Radio KAL webpage and send in your entry each person who guesses it right will have their name read out in the next radio KAL show yeah. Superman in songs time
1: now what do you have for us this month Steve?
0: well this month we have a song called Superman and believe it or not it's by a band called Daily Planet
1: That's after.
0: show for another month. Uh, remember, if you have a song idea, or a topic you'd like Neil and I to discuss, or any other ideas for Radio KAL, feel free to send us an email using the Cal Mail button at the Radio KAL webpage. Thanks, Neil, for another great show.
1: Thanks, Steve, for a great show. Take, ever- take care, everyone, and uh, you stay classy, Balmero. Uh,
0: I thought you were going to say, you stay classy, Jorelli soap.
1: Oh, yeah, okay, all right, let, no, let, let's change that. You stay classy, Jorel antibacterial soap. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to Radio KAL, brought to you by supermanhomepage.com.